I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, dads, to a very, very special episode 14 of the podcast. Very exciting news to share with you. If you've been following me along there on social media, you will know that I had the great honor of interviewing my first guest, official guest of the podcast, Mr. Eric Snow of the Watchdogs. You can find out all about them in the upcoming interview here, but uh, if you check out the link on my Facebook page and my Twitter page, um, you can go directly access their website and see just exactly what they stand for and what they're all about over there. So um, I'm going to bring that to you right after the quick break here. But also I want to mention, please get over there to sloganslingers.com and get in on the contest. Uh, the entries are really pouring in. We have blasted by 200 entries. Uh, very, very creative responses. I can't wait to share some of them with you. We're definitely going to do that later in the week here. Uh, so make sure you get in there. You get two entries per email. So check it out. It's definitely going to be worth it. Have some fun. Uh, so a quick break here. We're going to get right to the interview with Eric Snow. Hang on tight. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, welcome back, everybody, to First Class Fatherhood. I am honored to bring you our first guest of the podcast. We got Eric Snow from Springdale, Arkansas. He is the president of Watch Dogs which stands for Dads of Great Students. It is an innovative family and community engagement program where fathers, grandfathers, stepdads, uncles, and others volunteer at least one day each year in a variety of different school activities. Uh, So, Eric, welcome aboard. Thank you for coming by. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and the program. I'd be glad to, Alec. I want to congratulate you on your uh, inaugural uh, podcast. I think you're doing a great job. I love what I've heard so far. And Man, I just want to continue to keep on because we can't say too many great things about dads and their roles in our kids' lives. And especially giving me the opportunity to talk about something near and dear to my heart, watchdogs, dads of great students. This is a program that schools bring in uh, to their own school, run it with their own uh, parents, with their own teachers, with their own faculty. But it reaches out to the fathers and father figures of their students and invites those men to take a full day off work come into the school and spend that entire day working as a volunteer at school, as a watchdog, as a dad of a great student. And we want each guy to do one day. If you can do that and get a different man there every day, uh, that's a great thing. There's about 180 school days in the year. Average school has about 500 kids. And so the math works. And a lot of schools are able to do that, believe it or not, through this program, getting a different dad there every single day. Real awesome stuff. Eric, listen, I want you to tell everybody, too, where they can find you, because I was able to take a look at your Facebook page and I watched the video you have on there. And guys, just check out the video and see what these guys are all about. It's inspiring stuff. It really will touch you. And, and, and really, Eric, I mean, they're, they're doing million dollar studies and, and they're telling us that as a result that they're finding out that a child's life is greater improved if there's a father figure in his i mean do we really need a million dollar study to tell us this uh, you know it, it, i i know i've read those i mean department of health and human services department of education so many universities have done the studies about the important role that men play in their children's life and i think you know uh, we probably don't need that now alec but, but you know 50 years ago uh, the dynamics were of such that typically in the typical household 50 years ago mom stayed home 
she worked in the home. She was uh, the, the, the caregiver and, and the homemaker, and dad went out and earned the living. Man, that has changed. 72, 73% of the moms work outside the home as well. Dads are changing diapers. Dads are going to the store. They're buying the groceries. Moms are getting the cars tuned up. You know, I mean, it's like it's co-parenting. So I think in a way, schools especially are still sort of lagging behind uh, that message that, you know what, the dads have a role there too. And maybe the schools aren't lagging behind, but the dads are lagging behind believing that they have a role. So typically what happens when the schools invite parents to come in and volunteer, mom with everything she has on her plate feels the social pressure to make the time to come in and volunteer. That pressure is still placed on her and her alone in most cases. The dads, we kind of skate. Nobody's telling us to come in and be homeroom mom. Nobody's telling us to, you know, bring snacks for the group. So by them bringing a watchdog program on, they message to the men specifically, the school does, you know, it lets the guys know the school's talking to them and not just the moms. The mom can't stand in for you this time. And, you know, it makes such a clear ask. Well, the guys are like, what do you want me to do? They say, well, dude, take a day off burn a day of vacation, come in and give that entire day to the school and see what you'll find out. The outcomes these schools are giving us are just incredible what they're saying about having the dads come in. It's, it's phenomenal. So now I don't think we need to have a million dollar study. I think the guys ought to just go into schools, right? I, I couldn't agree more. And I got to be honest, I was fortunate enough with my schedule at work to, I, I was able to switch to a midnight shift, which opened up my days. So I had a chance to become a class parent. Uh, my wife was the vice president at one point of the PTA in the school. So, I mean, I had some firsthand experience with all this stuff. And when you do get in there and you volunteer for the pizza days and you put together these little, I mean, it really is a great part uh, experience to be a part of as a parent and as a father. Well, and that's it. You know, Alec, when I listened to your first podcast, man, I could, I, I could hear your passion. And, and, and I think you said something, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was that, you know, being a father brought out the very best in you. And, I that 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 touched me because I felt the same way. I've been a dad for a long time. And, you know, my oldest is uh, 28 and my uh, youngest is 26. And so they're grown, but they were little bitty whenever we started this watchdog program 20 years ago. But it did bring out the best in me. And, and I think that, you know, the opportunity for this program, guys, we talk about, you know, wanting um uh, to be viewed uh, as as active, engaged parents. We want to talk about being, you know, viewed as a parent that it also can be nurturing, not just the mom, that we want to be included in these things. And it may sound corny, but, you know, be the change that you want to see. And so the thing to do is to go into the schools, let the kids see you be role models, let the educators see that you're willing to take the time and be engaged. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. If I can share something with you real quick, Alex, and I think that, Alec, what, what, it, what it, it, it does is sums up, I think, the watchdog program, but also just the opportunity as men in general. A few years ago, a principal was telling me what she liked about having the watchdogs program in her school. And she said, number one, she said, our kids learn two ways. They learn by listening to what we say and by watching what we do. And if what we say and what we do doesn't match up, then you know this, our kids are only going to learn by watching what we do. Uh, and that can be scary as a parent, you know, but at the same time, she said, I think that's the power of the Watchdog program because these men come into school and through their actions, send a clear message to these kids that their education is important, that they value it enough to come in and be there with them, just at least for a day, a year. It was a different guy there every day. Secondly, she said, these guys come in and they interact with, and through their actions, send a clear message to these kids that their education is important, that they value it enough to come in and be there with them, just at least for a day, a year. It was a different guy there every day. Secondly, she said, these guys come in and they interact with these teachers in respectful 
and, and, and positive ways and through their actions demonstrate to those kids that those teachers ought to be respected and be revered. Thirdly, she said, by these guys coming in, they send a clear message to those kids that volunteerism is an important part of responsible citizenship. And to me, that sums it up perfectly, guys. Kids are watching what we do. They're going to listen to our speeches. They're going to listen to the things we tell them, the lectures. They're going to hear that, but they're watching what we do. So put ourselves in position to be those positive role models, support those teachers, and provide some extra eyes and ears to enhance that school security is also a big benefit of this program. Wow, Eric, that's some positive stuff. I I couldn't agree with your philosophy uh, anymore. And even I, I have a quote up on my Facebook page there on my background from Marcus Aurelius. It says, waste no more time arguing over what a good man should be be one i mean it seems like as simple as go. that there you go well you know the hardest thing to do is is many times just to get up out of our chair out of our comfort zone and and go someplace that's uncomfortable you know and and i think a school is uncomfortable for a lot of us you know that and, and a lot of us you know don't don't have kids that are school age you know i've been doing this for a long time like i said my kids were kindergarten and third grade you know whenever we started this program and now uh like i said they're uh, 26 and 28 but, but it, when the kids are younger, there's the opportunity where they're in grade school, in middle school, and it's even harder when they're when they're in high school. Man, you've got to go up there and be connected and get to know their teachers and help them, um, you know, as they become who they are. Basically, you know, part of our personality is hardwired. I'd say that, man. If somebody's if if you don't believe our personality is hardwired, if you've never raised at least two kids to adulthood, because no matter what you do, they're going to turn out differently right i'll I'll tell you what i'm in i'm in i'm in no hurry i'm really enjoying the process and the stages as they go along believe me (laughs) i'm trying to prepare myself mentally physically and everything to get ready for what's coming for my future but i'll tell you what what they they didn't have 50 years ago there which we have today fortunately and sometimes it's unfortunate but the internet is such a powerful place and this is how we just got connected and it's connecting fathers so and i'll tell you what i when i started doing this I was overwhelmed by the response I started to get from the people that are passionate about fatherhood. And you really don't see it anywhere else except really in this online community like this. Well, and that's it. And, 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 and uh, you know, Alec, I'm glad to hear you say that because what you did was and you described a situation that, that, that I come across, you know, all the time. There are so many people that are willing to encourage and support guys that want to be responsible and demonstrate that that sense of responsibility. And so when you, you know, stuck your toe in the water and, you know, you got out there into it, you had all these people that went, yeah, you know, and I'll bet uh, they weren't all men because many, many times it's a mom, believe it or not, that takes this Watchdog program back to her school and and runs the thing in order to get the guys involved. So you have a PTA mom who says, you know what, she hears about it at a conference. We do a lot of conferences and she'll take this program back to her school and talk to her principal and say, you know, if we ran this, we get all these dads in. And so, you know, there's a big encouragement out there. And I'll tell you what, 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 for, one, one yeah. thing, one thing I've learned in my life is that how powerful words can be and, and how meaningful they can yeah. be to people. So, um, and I do try to encourage young father. I mean, I drove for Uber. I've driven over a thousand trips for Uber. And a lot of times I would get young parents, young people becoming parents. And I would always just try to encourage it because they seem to have such a negative thought process about the entire experience. And I just try to give them a yeah. little bit of encouragement and say, hey, listen, it's going to be it, it's it's a great experience if you give it a chance here. Yeah. 
that's it. And, you know, to these young dads, I get it. They're under so much pressure. I was a young father at one point and you're working hours like crazy and you're trying to be successful and you're wanting to make sure you do the right thing by your kid. And, you know, I just tell these guys, remember, these kids don't know what you have and what you don't have. They don't know what kind of day you had at work. All they know is that if you come home at night, even if you're dog tired, you sit down with them and play Legos in the floor or play catch in the yard or, you know, play dolls or, or have a tea party, whatever, you know, just spend 30 minutes, an hour of intentional time. That's all they know. Just is the present. They can I could chat with you all day here on the subject. Uh, I want you to real quick, tell the people <laughs> where they can find you and reach you. You can go to dadsofgreatstudents.com, dadsofgreatstudents.com. We can tell you how to bring the Watchdogs program to your school. Uh, bottom line, uh, we do this all the time. We've launched over uh, 6,000 schools in the last 20 years. Uh, we'll have over 400,000 men volunteer at least one full day in their child's school this year. 888-540-3647, and we'll tell you how to bring a program to your school within three weeks. All right, Eric Snow, guys, everybody from the Watchdogs here. Listen, I, also, I'm going to post all your links up on my Facebook page as well and on my Twitter account, so I will help you get the word out there and do my part in the process here. I just want to say a very I'm honored to have you as the first guest of the program here, First Class Fatherhood. We just made another milestone here, and thank you for being the first one. Alec, you're crushing it. Keep up the great work, brother. I appreciate the good words. Thank you very much, Eric. Okay, that's going to about wrap things up here for Episode 14 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Um, I really want to say thank you to Eric. He has no idea how much it truly does give you a lift when you're trying to put something like this together and a kind word from a man like this who's been involved in the game and actually making a difference in children's lives and in families' lives uh, for a number of years. Uh, so I really just want to express my gratitude to Eric Snow for coming on the show. Please don't forget to check out his website. He told you all the details there. If uh, you need more, check them out. They're on my Facebook page, on my Twitter page. Don't forget to get over to that contest now, over to sloganslingers.com. Time's running out on you. The entries are piling up. Get your creative juice flowing into the podcast here. So thanks again for everybody for listening. Please continue to do your part and share the podcast out there. I really feel like uh, this is starting to become a real uh, movement here out in the online community, and I'm so proud to be a part of it. So I look forward to bringing you more in the future. Thanks for listening. Keep coming back for more.